Welcome to the Pornhub Podcast. Today, I'm here with one of the women I respect most in the world. Uh, she is also one of the women I'm most scared of in the world, so I basically have to say that. Also, also, she's now officially the most famous person I've ever had sex with. She is the one and only Stormy Daniels. I like the way you say that. I'm just going to have you follow me around and say that from now on. I want you to be my official introductor. Your announcer? Yes. <laughs> when do you think I became scared of you? I'm very curious to know this. Because um, I don't think it's when you think it is. I think it's it's actually before you ever worked for me. I think. Oh. Yeah. I think it was on another set, and I don't know whose set, but I was told that Mr. Pete <laughs> scared you. A male you. performer. Yes. So that's what I figured you would say. Actually, I thought you were going to say it was the prank. No, I knew you were scared before that. That's why I did the prank. That is true. So the first time I ever worked for Stormy was when I, right after I signed with Wicked, and you pranked me. I totally punked your ass. Will you tell that story? And then I put it on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think you paid people to delete it. <laughs> I did not. It got taken down mysteriously, and I swear I have nothing to do with that. But there was nothing bad. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand it either. Yeah. Basically, I got. I had already been hearing that you're a total hard ass, <laughs> and that like I was telling a bunch of different male performers, like, oh, I'm going to work for Stormy for the first time next week. I'm so excited. And Mr. Pete, ugh, fucking Pete, and I think you told him to say this, right? No. He was like, I didn't. Oh. Well, he was like, you better know your lines because she's going to yell at you. And that's only because he's always so stoned that he never knows his lines. And I always have to yell at him. I cannot imagine Pete remembering a line. A line. Exactly. <laughs> but so basically I get to set. Everything's normal. Actually, no, everything's not normal. Already everyone is talking about what a bad mood you're in that day. <laughs> And that they were in on, right? Yes, they were in on that. Okay. Because I was actually in a great mood because I was getting to torture you. I was like, the new girl's coming and I get to be mean to her and you all have to play along. And, and they're like, no, Oz is so nice. She's going to be scared. And I was like, yes. And Stormy sets are pretty big. Like as far as porn goes, like that's a pretty big set. There's like what, like 15, 20 people? Uh, yeah. And everyone was in on it. So like there was except the makeup hair. artist because she's a terrible liar. So she was also sort of punked. Right. And like Kaylani walks in and she's like throwing her clothes on the floor and she's like, oh, I hate when Stormy's like this. She's in such a bad mood today. And I'm already like, OK, I know all my lines. I'm going to be on my best behavior. I'm just like not going to piss her off. You know, like I'm new to Wicked. I know my place. And then Stephen St. Croix arrives to set. <laughs> And that's when my life changed forever <laughs> because what happened? You tell it. Okay. So I told Steven to be in on the joke and uh, he arrived a fake 10 minutes late. Right. And I confronted him in the makeup room, like directly where I was getting my makeup done. Right. And we got into a huge fight and he stormed. I fired him and he stormed out and we were in a house that we could go all the way around and you could see us yelling. Like we started screaming at each other in the makeup room. And then we went out the front door and around the side of the building and we're yelling outside the window. But we were trying so hard not to laugh because we could see you like in the makeup chair. And like when you guys were in the room, I was just like pretending to like be busy on my phone the whole time because I felt so awkward. And like because I, I didn't say hi to you. You're no. like, you're like, hi, Stormy. It's nice to work with you. And I just glared at you. Yeah. And then, and then, like, yeah, and you guys were doing that whole thing. And it's worth noting that you guys are, like, famously the best actors in porn. Like, Stephen St. Croix is someone who's, like, anyone will tell you he's one of the best amazing, actors in yeah. porn. You're one of the best actors in porn. And I like, have been plotting this for, like, four days. I just threw this on him. So it was complete ad lib. So then we come in. We'd gone out the front door, around the building, screaming at each other for a brief pause in the bushes where we went, <laughs> Okay, let's keep going. And then we went around on the back patio, kept yelling at each other, started pushing each other. And I remember you're like, oh, my God, he's touching her. We stormed in through the back door, kept fighting as he was grabbing his clothes. And then we stopped and looked at each other and started making out. <laughs> and you were like, what's happening? No, but that and you was like you were going to cry. Was, that was after you fired him. <laughs> you told him to get his shit and, and get, get the, the fuck, fuck out. out. And um, didn't I throw something at him? 
I think I threw a shoe at him. Something. I don't remember, but I just... Oh, and while you guys were outside, and meanwhile, you had two people recording this on their yeah, phones. Yeah, she was secretly being recorded by the crew who was standing around you going, oh my God, oh my God, what's going to happen? What's yeah. going to happen? Should we call someone? And on in the video, oh my God, I. you know what? We got to find that video. Because yes. in the video, like... I'm basically mouthing to the makeup artist, I'm so scared. Yes, you're like, I'm so scared. What do we do? And Renee, the makeup artist, is like, just read your lines. Just read your lines. (laughs) You have to save us all. (laughs) And then, yeah, and then they just start making out and everyone's laughing. And I'm like, what? What is going on? (laughs) And already I'm like, already I'm the new kid at Wicked, right? (laughs) Already. Like, already I'm super intimidated. I'm scared. I know I'm like the lowest man on the totem pole and then you do that and I'm already on the outside of this or I'm the target of this joke (laughs) but so that was my introduction to you yes and then and then we edited it together and put it on YouTube right which I did not pay to get rid of contrary (laughs) to popular belief I would like to find that video because I think now looking back I can really laugh at it yes it was actually pretty funny yeah but so Actually, so I was going to ask you if you, I thought that would be when you thought I became scared of you, but that's, in fact, it's not. And I don't think you even know when it is. Oh God, what did I do that I don't remember? So, okay. I love these stories, by the way, because I get told all these, I hear these a lot. Like when I did something to someone and I don't remember doing it. (laughs) Because you're just naturally a terrible person. Yes. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, (laughs) We laugh because it's true. Um, So I used to be on the show called Bubba the Love Sponge. Yes. I yes. Was on the, yeah. And you were friends of the show. Right. With the show. And you were on all the time, but not in the period that I was on the show. No, I came after you. Right. But also, yeah. Okay. So I went off of the show and then I joined porn. And right around when I was joining porn is when you had your thing with Bubba. Right. And then I had a meeting with Wicked at the very beginning of my career. I had a meeting with Steve-O. And like we were talking and then next thing I know, I've been like completely banned from Wicked, like not allowed to talk to them at all. And it was after you had your beef with Bubba. And so you had me like pretty much, I think, blacklisted from Wicked because I was associated with the show. And it was when they lied about your domestic violence thing. Yeah. They put Bubba was the one that put my address on the Internet. Right. And like right. pissed me off because he ran my website and stuff. And and already I'm back. like, yeah. so already I'm like, oh my God, like this is not a chick to fuck with. She has a lot of power in porn, blah, blah, blah. And I know the full story, obviously. I know that like your ex was a total dick about it and basically made it seem like you beat him. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> even there. Right. But okay. I'm I not found... saying I wouldn't beat him because I would have given the chance. But, but... but like... All the times I've actually beat someone and didn't get in trouble. And the one time I don't. Are you kidding me? And I was so offended because I was like, there's not even a mark on him. Right. I'm not saying I wouldn't kick his ass. Right. But he would at least have a mark. Like, what? This is messed up. Like, come on. Well. He doesn't even have a scratch. But my favorite thing out of that thing is this thing I read that I'm about to read. And it's so hilarious to me. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm going to read it right now. The smoking gun has the Tampa Bay police report, according to which Daniels, quote unquote, told the cops that she did not intentionally hit her husband, but did acknowledge tossing a potted plant in the kitchen sink. Who gets arrested for that? Throwing the couple's wedding album on the floor and breaking some candles. (laughs) And how is that a criminal offense? But I just think it's so funny because it's like, are you a thrower? Yes. I'm a thrower. Okay. Like, I can be. I think I'm a reformed thrower. I'm a reformed thrower because now I have to buy, replace my own shit. <laughs> and let's face it, the so last time I threw it. something, I got arrested. <laughs> right. Who's, like, why can't you break your own stuff? Right. That was my plant. But it's, yeah. Like, I didn't I can throw it triggered. at him, even. I threw it in the sink because it was dead because he didn't water it while I was gone. He <laughs> murdered the, the plant and yet I got in trouble. What's the worst thing you've ever thrown? Oh, my gosh. While you think about it, I'll tell you what the worst thing I've ever thrown is. I mean, I've thrown a oh, lot of I things. Oh, I know the worst thing. Oh, you, you know. Ever, when you threw the engagement ring off the bridge? No. Okay. <laughs> Can I tell you something? That's not a true story. <gasps> Shut up. He threw the engagement ring off the bridge. 
and he told everyone that I did. So I was engaged to this gay guy. <laughs> but, haven't which is we a whole all been? Other, haven't we all been? <laughs> Who hasn't? Please. And um, and he, when I gave back the ring, he like went to a bridge in the valley too. Like it wasn't like so basically he threw it into a ditch. He threw it into a ditch. So it wasn't me, oddly. But the worst thing I ever threw was at my ex-husband, Tony. I took a stone Buddha statue and I threw it at his head. I'm impressed with your strength. That's the thing is like, I don't think that right now I could carry that even across the room. But you know when you're like enraged and you have like superhuman superhuman powers and I just chucked it at his head and he ducked. And he points at me and he goes, you are so lucky I ducked. And it's true. Like, I might have a murder on my hands otherwise. Don't we all? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? I mean, <laughs> I mean abort, terrible. <laughs> but yeah, so that that was probably the craziest thing I ever threw. Okay, now your turn. I don't, I usually throw things that don't matter oh. like that. I'm trying Like you're to, logical in your anger. Like, yeah. And let's face it, like, I got arrested for throwing a plant into a sink. Right. And broke some candles. Yeah. That were ugly anyway. <laughs> and by the way, the rest of the story goes that I was mad at him for doing my laundry wrong. And I wasn't. I was pissed off because I came home and his dad had done my laundry again repeatedly after I had told him to ask his dad not to go in our hamper and touch my dirty underwear. Who wouldn't be mad about that? It's fucking weird and creepy. That is really and that was weird. what set me off. And then while we're talking about that, I opened some bills that hadn't been paid and I realized a bunch of fucking money was missing out of our bank account. And that's what set me off. But yes, so everybody thinks, oh, haha, she got mad over some laundry. Right. I got mad because his dad touched my underwear again after I repeatedly asked him not to. Yeah, that's. But they f- conveniently leave that part out. That they is also weird. leave out the part about how um, I pr- charges weren't pressed like at all. They right. let me go because literally an hour later he came to the station and admitted that he lied. That's so crazy. Yeah. But the damage is done. And it's Bubba also worth it noting, like, it's also worth noting he was a PR guy. Yeah. He's so he it. knew how to, like, Spin he it. knew. Yeah. He's of course. He's well versed in that, yeah. that universe. I mean, if you're, if some old guy went through your hamper and touched your dirty underwear after you asked him not to and you threw a plant, do you really think you should be arrested for it? Right. Exactly. That's a little crazy. You know, in Japan, you can, like, rent a room for an hour to just break shit in. I need to go to Japan. Yeah. I mean, How you awesome people are that? weird, though, because can't yeah. you also go to a coffee shop and pet a cat? Yeah. Well, you know what? They and have that here now, out too. Of machines. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's a little weird, I guess. Japan is weird. I'll admit that. <laughs> yeah. I'll cop to it. Those are your Whatever. people. Yeah. Those are, those are my people. You know what? I'm going to be loud and proud about it. Those are my people, and they're weird. And I'm weird. Whatever. Um, can we talk about famous people? Like you? <laughs> no, like you. <laughs> so I've been wanting to tell this story, and I tell people all the time. We can only you can whatever it is that you're about to say. You're only allowed to say it if you tell the guacamole story. The what? Wasn't it guacamole dip like the dip story? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I totally forgot about. Oh, you fucking bitch! <laughs> God, there. You know what? I have a list of like mean things you've done to me. <laughs> And that wasn't even one. There are so many mean things you've done to me, Stormy, that I don't even remember them all. Some of them I'm so traumatized that I just blocked them out of my head. I was, okay, you know what? Let's get into that story first before we talk about famous people, because now I'm on one. So I was working for Stormy one day, and I Stormy does this thing where she shoots two movies at once. You're literally the only director I know that does that, and that would could possibly even do that because I'm awesome yeah that's true so like she'll literally have two different scripts and like to make use of the locations like she'll shoot two movies at once and have two casts and two sets of everything in one house and somehow get both movies done in like four days yes and so I was in one of the movies and I was on set all day for you I you know as usual, I was on my best behavior for you. I always bring my A game with you. That is true. Yeah. That is 100% true. But it's because I'm scared of you. I'll take it. It, it works. It works. Our system works. Our system works. <laughs> we should, we, yeah. They can keep us apart. We yeah. make magic. Yeah. You just won best actress. Yes, for you. I know. For you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> and so, <clears throat> so I was on set all day for you. I was done at like midnight and I had been on set all day long. But in fairness, you were 
in a lot of things. I was you in a lot of things. You sitting around. No, 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 no. Never, never. Like other directors. Right. <laughs> Who shall not be named. Axel Ron. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was working all day and um, I got done around midnight and then Stormy's like, oh, I'm shooting a scene for the other movie with Cleo Valentine. And she was like, Asa, do you want to jump in on the scene? It's with me. And I was like, yes. Yes. Literally. Because that's how scared of me she is that she says yes to a free no, scene. That's that's not why. That's, no, it, that wasn't because I was scared of you. I really wanted, genuinely wanted to do the scene. Like, I was packed up and ready to go. I remember this, like, as if I was watching. It was an out-of-body experience. I was ready to go. Literally, I had my jacket on. I had my suitcase. Everything was ready to go. Yeah, you were And you things. asked me, and I literally put everything on the floor. I was like, okay, as Let's long as do I it. don't have to take pretty girls. <laughs> that's true. Yes. And I get to just have sex that's true and so okay so a little bit backstory all day long wasn't it jack Jack vegas yeah jack vegas who was my assistant at the time Mm -hmm. and he makes a bomb ass spinach dip spinach dip that's what it was yes i thought i was walking away no it was his spinach dip and it's like famously delicious i think he jerks off on it and i don't care i don't either that's amazing And he knows that, like, we all love this. So, oh, I was working with him that day. That's what it was. Yeah. I had a scene with him. And so he brought me my very own spinach dip because the, I was shooting with him. And you wrote your name on it. That was your first he wrote mistake. my name on it. Or, no, I wrote my name on it yeah. so that no one would touch it. Which is just a challenge <laughs> to me. And all day long. And I don't really eat when I'm on set. Like, no. Because just because I feel bloated and whatever. Like I don't feel sexy when I'm eating all day long. So all day long I'm shooting, I'm working hard. You, I, I, did I saw two you sex scenes. I saw I've you visit about, the dip twice. Yes. yes. And I smelled and it. Smell it. Yes. And talk to it. Yes. Twice. Yes. So you knew how much I wanted it. And I was thinking about the dip all day long. I was like talking about it, smelling it all day long. This was like a 12 hour set or something. You got aggressive. You threatened people. <laughs> no one could touch my dip. And somehow, after my scene with you and Cleo, I fucking forgot my dip in the fridge. Yeah. She left the dip. I left the dip. I went home without it. And the next thing I know, <laughs> you fucking text me. What did you say? I text you a, I text you a picture of me eating your dip. And she goes, I got your dip, bitch. <laughs> and I never saw that dip again. And like, I and it's like all here it. I am. I did. I did. I worked all day for you. I did a free scene for you, like completely free of charge. That was not in my contract to do that. Nothing. Like I just out of my pure love for you, Stormy. And she fucking steals my tip. So anyways, that was the 102nd thing that you did to me (laughs) to tear me down. And yet, look, I'm in your hotel room alone right now. It's called Stockholm Syndrome. We get up. (laughs) Anyway, so, um, yeah. So back to famous people. This is another story about you. And I don't think you know this either. Oh, fuck. Okay. So one time, one time you were showing me something in your phone. It was probably something I wasn't supposed to be showing you. Mm, Yes, it was. And I'm not even going to say what it was because that's how much I can't tell you. Like, I can't say publicly what that thing was that you were showing me in your phone. But like you were showing me something in your phone and you were scrolling up through your texts. (laughs) <laughs> and let me tell you something. And this is particularly fascinating to me because I have never had sex with a famous person. Like, literally, you're the most famous person I've ever had sex with. And let's keep it that way. <laughs> That's right. Uh, can I put that on a T-shirt? Yes. I will make that T-shirt No, you for need you. to put that on a yeah. T-shirt and then let me follow you around and take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so you were scrolling through your phone. I'm not fucking kidding you. I saw so many famous names. <laughs> In your text messages. And, like, you scrolled so fast. Like, I only got to see, like, a like a glimpse. But, like, in that scroll, I saw so many famous names. And I never brought it up to you. Because it was, like, I don't know. Like, at the time, I wasn't this close to you. Like, I didn't feel like being, I don't know. I thought it would have been rude. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been thinking about this? I've been thinking about it this whole time. <laughs> So, I mean, you're... But what's the question? There is no question. I just wanted to tell you that. <laughs> this is this is my Stormy Daniels confession hour. I'm just going to tell you all the things I know about you that you didn't think I knew. Okay. <laughs> but I, no, that was I just... lay down or... No, that was just really... It was really exciting to me. Oh, okay. I'm glad so, I could help. I just wanted to tell you that. <laughs> I really look up to you, Stormy. 
Well, so. I'm like six inches taller, so that makes well, sense. Well, literally, I'm looking up to you. <laughs> How'd you get started in porn? Uh, the same way everybody does, I guess. I don't even know what that means. I was a dancer at a club and needed money and... Then I went to work at a club that had feature dancers, and right. I was like, oh, my God, they don't have to hustle dances. They get paid just to go on stage. This is like a dream, which is actually your worst nightmare. Right. But for me, it was like I can – oh, my God, another mean <laughs> thing Shit. you've done to me. I did do this. And I had this conversation yesterday with the person – the other with Dave about this. Oh, my God. So we have the same <laughs> dance agent for feature dancing. And my – first of all, I – I haven't been feature dancing, but when I did, my thing was like, I'll never dance in L.A. because I don't want people I know to come see me because I'm such a bad dancer. And like Stormy has been trying to come see me dance, knowing that I'm a terrible <laughs> dancer I and have. I'm so embarrassed. I'm just going to show up at your next feature gig. <laughs> and so she somehow told our agent that I wanted to do <laughs> like a tour with you. A duo act. <laughs> Which is because you know you this is your fault because you came up to me and you said you can never come and see me dance and I was yeah. literally just trying to be nice and be like oh you're dancing when you're gonna dance in LA I'll come see you and support you and you're like absolutely not no. you can never see me dance and I was like why I'm trying to that like, would give you ammo forever but I was even really more. trying to be nice because I can't imagine you not being amazing on stage I'm not like. So Stormy, in my like, mind, I, you're breakdancing <laughs> naked, like and shooting fireworks out of your butthole, because no. that's how awesome I think you are. But you got so upset about it, and you're like, "No, I heard that you were like amazing, and therefore you can never see me dance." And I'm like, "I'm white." Well, no, you're known as one of the best feature dancers, and I think it's because you were a feature dancer first, right? I was like a feature before dancer first. you ever even got into porn, right? So how did you make the leap from dancing into porn? So, oh, well, going back, so mm -hmm. I told Dave. Mm -hmm. that you wanted to do oh, okay. duo act with me mm -hmm. and somehow I managed to convince him to play along oh so that <laughs> wasn't even real he was in on the joke uh, you didn't know that no I thought he genuine I thought you like straight up lied to him no we were punking you again okay well thanks for letting me know <laughs> I didn't know that part <laughs> Oh my God! Do you but see yeah, what I so do? I, the abuse. The abuse continues. <laughs> but once again, I would like to point out that she called me and invited me here into her hotel room. Yes, that's true. Again, Stockholm and <laughs> there was a guy in the room when I got here. Yes, that could have been your chaperone, and you sent him away. So what does that say <laughs> about you? I don't. I don't want to be protected against you, Stormy. <laughs> that's the thing. I complain about how mean you are to me, but it's like you secretly I can't love stop it. You can't coming stop it. back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but that brings me to my next point, actually. So you're you're actually, I feel like now that I'm not with Wicked, I can finally say this. But you are my favorite director to shoot for. Yes. And like when I was with Wicked, I could never say that because you know how it is. Like. Yeah. You work for all the directors at Wicked, and we're a team. And, like, I, I can't be saying, like, oh, I prefer Stormy over so-and-so <laughs> or whatever. So, but, like, you have the you – you've always had the best run sets. <laughs> you always have the best scripts. You always, like – I'm not I'm not known as the best actress oh, and no. I think yes you are mm, oh my god no but I think it's the way like you always write a script with me in mind oh, yeah no, no no I like to write for the person for sure so like my dialogue comes naturally because I just write what I know you would say exactly so wait actually hold on so how did you get to directing from did you start directing right away when you almost. got into porn no almost I um the I got into I was a performer I got signed with Wicket and at the time I was dating Brad Armstrong mm -hmm. and we actually lived together and he was writing a script and he was having a he was struggling with it and he's a fantastic writer but mm -hmm. at the time I maybe he's changed now but he didn't really enjoy writing mm -hmm. he found it to be a chore and he mm -hmm. was stuck and I was and I just casually said I can write you a script and he laughed at me Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, no. That's uh, mistake number one. Yes. And I got all pissed off and my panties in a twist and took my laptop and <laughs> and went in the other room and I wrote a script and I gave it to him and he read it and was like, right. oh, my God, you can actually write. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> go figure. I can write. I'm not an idiot. And so um, he goes, well, can you do it again? Like it was a fluke. And for that first and I'm talking like that was probably after I'd been in the business like three months. Right. And so I wrote a majority of his scripts for like a year 
and he paid me for them and was grateful and it, he's a fantastic director he makes great movies whatever mm-hmm. um and then the other directors started finding out that i wrote and so jonathan had me write some scripts for him and um, especially if i was the lead because then i'm writing for myself which right was super easy and it was right. a win-win because the but direct- how does that become directing so i wrote for michael raven who was our contract director too michael raven jonathan morgan and brad were all the contract directors and i wrote for all of them mm-hmm. and i was doing pretty good because it was outside my contract so they were having to pay me extra oh for awesome. each one but when you're a writer and i th- the movie plays in my head as i'm writing the script you've always said that yeah. which i think is awesome like you are i think that's why you shoot so fast right i already know what because you know exactly what shots you're right. getting and so it doesn't matter how great the director is and all three of them are actually very good directors mm-hmm. in my opinion especially michael raven because mm-hmm. he's very cool shots and stuff and but it doesn't matter how great the director is it's always going to be their interpretation of what you wrote and it's not necessarily right or wrong or good or bad it's still going to be what they saw when mm-hmm. they read your script and i used to get so upset about it's it it's not what you envisioned. and i was like you're ruining my vision and it kind of became a running joke for like oh god here comes stormy she's gonna say you're ruining your vision right so um so just for one and this was back when there was like no piracy and everyone was making tons of money right you know wicked had money to fucking set on fire if they wanted to right and i decided i got a wild hair up my ass and just decided like hey just once just for shits and giggles i want to know if i can take what's in my head and take it from my head to paper to video i had no idea what i was doing had no intention of being a director no aspirations for being a director nothing right just wanted to try and that was also back before like i mean not to like make this a whole sexist feminism thing but like there were really very few female directors i was the only female um feature director director. yeah and i wasn't even a director i hadn't directed right and so it, it was even more of a faraway dream. Right. Or and, like and more ridiculous than it so sounds I now. So I went into Steve, the owner of Wicked, and basically told him I knew what I was doing, which was a total fucking lie. And he was like, yeah, okay, let's see what you got. Because money was kind of no object at the time. Right. Or at least less of an object than now. And Kehlani was the star of my first movie, and she's also scared of me. <laughs> or, or was at the time. And, and she's a fantastic actress, so it was easy. And I remember... First of all, I was scared shitless because I didn't know. And I kept leaning over to our camera guy, Jake, who's been with me on every movie I've ever shot. And said, okay, now when do, when do I say action? When do I say rolling? And so he was coaching me in my ear. He I goes, love hearing he goes, this. Now you say rolling. And I was like, rolling. And he goes, okay, now you can say action. I'm like, and action. And so like halfway through the first day, I'm standing at the top of this big staircase looking down and I was shooting a party scene because of course that's the hardest <laughs> right, thing to in shoot. In your first in movie. First movie. <laughs> is a big huge party scene with right. extras and like right. all this stuff and i'm standing at the top of the stairs and people are looking at me for direction they're like where do you want the lights where do you want camera where should i stand and i was like telling all these people what to do and i had this moment where i was like i am the puppet master yeah and i was like this is what i'm born to do because up until that very moment i had no idea what i was supposed to do with my life wow and i was i had like you hear people talk about how they have an epiphany yeah i had that an was epiphany. your moment and that was my moment and from that moment on i was legit addicted to directing and That's so I so went cool in, to hear because yeah. I cannot imagine you as that person and I was until that moment I was not that person in high school and all actually middle school whatever all through school I would take a zero and f if I had to give an oral book report because I would not stand up and talk in front of people what yep that's crazy yeah, I was terrified I wouldn't give a speech I didn't run for office like you know you would think oh I was probably class president no yeah. I was terrified and here I am because it was a script that I wrote it just empowered. I don't know. So what's like the most gratifying thing to you as a director? Is it like the fact that you're seeing your vision yes. come to life? Yes. That's it. Yes. That's the thing. Yes. It's not even like the awards or the no. whatever. No. That's really fucking interesting. Yeah. And it like kills me when people say they don't watch it. <laughs> what's the most annoying thing to you as a director? Uh, when people say that they just fast forward through it or, or, or oh, oh, you direct porn. It's, are you direct? It's just porn. It's not a real, it's not that hard. What do you do? Say like, oh, now you say ooh and ah. And like, they don't realize that it's actually really, really hard and stressful, especially like the stuff that I do. Right. You know what I mean? What's your favorite like genre of movie? Cause you do all comedy. of it. I thought so. Yeah. I was going to say, I think your comedy scripts are like your strongest str- scripts. Yeah. Like your like, dialogue is awesome. I like the comedies. Yeah. Um, and they don't really let me do those anymore because they say comedy doesn't sell, which right. doesn't make sense because every time I make a public appearance, that's what the fans tell me they want to see. Right. We love your comedies. When are you going to make another divorces or when are you going to make a right. this or What that? do you do mostly? The passions line? 
unfortunately. The Passions line is so within Wicked Passions is probably like the softest. It's the romance line. We're not allowed to swear. No, and it all has to be a boy and a girl, and they have to be like, and it's it's. It's it has to be a love story. Right. It's, it's like a soap opera with dick. And it's marketed towards couples and women specifically. Even more so than our others. Right. Yeah. And so we have Wicked Pictures and then we have Wicked Passions. And I direct 10 movies a year. And half of them are for Wicked Pictures and half of them are for Wicked Passions. Right. And the Passions lines are so hard for me to do. Yeah. They always come out great. And like when I'm done, I'm like, this is great. But they're really hard to write. I can imagine because there's so many guidelines. Which brings me to my next mean story. <laughs> About Jeez. Stormy. Um, so there was a time that I shot my very first Passions movie, and I didn't even know that oh, there was a rule. <laughs> this is so a great like, story. I, I guess uh, I tend to, like, swear a lot when I'm fucking. And I say motherfucker, fuck. You say fuck. I say fuck a lot. A lot. Even in my personal life, like, I just say, it feels it's a, good it's to a me good to word. say. Yeah, it's a good word. And so halfway through the scene... Stormy is like, by the way, you're not allowed to say fuck. And now I have to edit all those fucks out. And she said, for your, yeah, <laughs> from this point forward, for the rest of the scene, every time you say fuck, I'm charging, you. I'm charging you $25. No, five. Was it $5? It was $5. No way. Yes. There's no way it was $5. It was $5. I'm not kidding. Do you know how much I owed you in that? Yes. $125. Yes. It was $5. And you made me pay. And you made a, you made someone pay it for you. So don't even yeah, try it. You had a fan send me a gift card. <laughs> don't even try. But hey, you, you got paid. I did get paid. So you're not mad about it. No. No, but the editor is probably so mad, though. But like, like, it seems like a joke that you would write an invoice to me for using the word fuck. But you actually charged me, your fellow wicked sister. I warned you first. (laughs) Does Steve know you did this? I don't know. I don't know. But I paid. So no, you didn't. You had someone else pay it. You got paid. I got paid, but you didn't pay. (laughs) Stop lying. Anyway. What was the highest point of your career so far? Was it shooting Wanted? Yes. Yeah. And it's that also was... the lowest point of my career. <laughs> well, that was kind of a disaster movie for you. It was. Like all the bad things happen. Everything that could possibly go wrong. But do you think that's what makes it so special in a way? In like a way, that you yeah. persevered and like you made it through it? Yeah. 17 people cried on that set. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you are so proud of that. I am. Yeah. But it's not my proudest cry moment. My proudest cry moment was a different movie. Wait, hold on. I just remembered another fucking mean moment. God damn it. It was, so Wanted was a Western. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. I am really You're mean really to you. You're really fucking mean. You're even more mean than I realized. Yeah, I'm more mean than I realized. So fucking Stormy is shooting a Western movie with horses. Horses are your thing, yeah, right? But they're like not in real your life. thing. They're not my thing. I'm terrified of horses like even in new york when i'm driving like in a cab past central park okay when you're when i'm in a cab when i'm in the back of an uber (laughs) driving past central park and we pass the horses i literally have to look down and not look at them because i'm so terrified of big animals like legit like that's probably one of my biggest fears and you knew this Mm -hmm. and you told me (laughs) that You told me, not only did you tell me that it was in my contract and I was required to be in Wanted because it was your biggest movie of your <laughs> career of the year. And no, 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 no. It's, it doesn't even end here. Not only did you but tell me did I was you, required. Why would you take my word that I would know something was in your contract that you didn't know? Again, it's called Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> not only did you tell me I had to be in it, you made me audition for it on camera and you gave me a a what's it called a stick horse yes is that what that's called like basically a broom with a, a horse's horse head, head on, yeah, on it a, yeah everybody knows what a stick and horse you is. made me gallop on it naked <laughs> around the room on camera so for everybody interested in seeing this it is on the dvd extras for want it which you can buy an autograph <laughs> copy from me <laughs> and i did all of this yes. and then once i'm done after like two minutes of galloping around naked on a stick horse like a fucking idiot, you're like, oh, by the way, you didn't have to audition for it. You're not in the movie. <laughs> and you were happy. I, you're right. At the moment, I was happy because my fear of horses like overcame my embarrassment. Like I was like, I just don't want to do this. Like my arm, honestly, my armpits are sweating just talking about this. 
<laughs> like I'm so terrified of horses. So um, thanks for that, Stormy. You're welcome. But anyway, you fucking bitch. You're even more of a bitch than I realized. Okay, so now we're going to enter a segment of the podcast called Let's Talk About Me, where we're going to talk about me. What are, are you we cool with that? doing? May, mother, may I? So, um, okay. So basically what I want to talk about today is... I feel like I'm in this weird place in porn. I've been in for 10 years and like, you know, I just ended things with Wicked. And like, I'm in this place where I'm kind of like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my career. I don't know, like, I don't want to quit porn at all. But at the same time, it's like, well, like, what's the next thing? Like, porn seems to be changing so rapidly. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I almost feel like you're in a similar spot. Not the same, but similar where it's like, what's going on with porn right now? And also like, so I, I basically want to ask you, like, what are your thoughts on like, what is after porn? Because I get asked this question all the fucking time and I don't know an answer. None of us know the answer. <laughs> That's the problem. That's so why like, we're all still here. <laughs> That's why I'm old as shit and I'm still here. <laughs> but like, at least like you're directing, right? And yeah. that you can do forever. If, as long as there is porn. Right, that's the other that's thing. The problem. So, like, basically, I just want to ask you, like, what are we supposed to do? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, like I really wanted to keep directing and direct mainstream stuff because mm-hmm. I feel like, without sounding conceited, I'm good enough to do that. Mm-hmm. But no one will give me a chance because mm-hmm. I did porn yep. and have a vagina. And that's the thing that I keep running into. So I was working at Barstool full time and then I, I was doing a podcast with them and like they hired me as a porn star. They were like, we want you to be our resident porn star. But it turns out they can't sell any ads when I'm involved. Like anything that I'm in, like, you know, I mean, the bigger companies like McDonald's or Budweiser or whatever, they're like, "Mm, sorry, if she's in it, we're pulling out. You said pulling out. Pulling out. (laughs) (laughs) Real mature. And that's why (laughs) we're still in porn. And so, like, it's it's this thing where, like, even when someone wants me as a porn star, it ends up working against me. Exactly. So... So your answer is, I don't know. Right. Right. I know what I want. Right. But I don't know how to get it. Right. And on top of that, I hate directing. I've directed 10 movies and they weren't even features. They were gonzo movies. Right. Which is, so gonzo is like when there's no, no plot, no script, nothing. It's just straight One, two, to three, sex. Fuck. Exactly. All, all, as a director, really all you're doing is like directing the tease, the strip tease beforehand. Right. And then um, sitting in with an editor. So, like, I don't even like directing. So, like, I don't know. I don't know what's next. You can be my manager. Yes. That's true. Okay. So, that's my plan. That's our plan. That's our plan. I'm a failed director and you're (laughs) my Stockholm Syndrome (laughs) manager. This is going to go very well. What overpass do you want to hang out under? (laughs) Because that's where we're going to be. You know what? I feel like you say I'm your manager, but what's really going to end up happening is I'm your slave. Potato, potato. (laughs) Potato, potato. Yeah. You know what? Whatever gets the job done. Right. Yeah. And I feel like you would make us some really cute cardboard fetus signs to hang out under the one. That's (laughs) true. Yeah. Yeah. Homeless. um, Yeah. What would we even say? I don't know. We don't. We can't suck dick. We're too old to suck dick for money. Give us a dollar. Give us a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So now we're going to do something called Ask a Porn Star. And these are questions from the listeners. Except guess what? This podcast isn't out yet. So So there are no listeners. But I did put out a call on social media um, for just general like Ask a Porn Star questions. And these questions can be like sex related. They can be personal questions. They can be advice questions. Whatever. This so is terrifying. I picked a couple for us. Which is especially terrifying. I don't think I picked any like really scary ones for you, actually. Oh. Oh, actually, one's kind of interesting. Okay. The first one is, what kind of porn did you watch before you got into the industry? And that's from at Viva La La Z La Low. Hmm. Um, I watched the exact kind of porn that I direct. 
the porn that made me want to be in porn, eventually direct porn, be a Wicked contract star, was Dream Quest. Oh. Directed by Brad Armstrong for Wicked Pictures. Wow. And I actually went through two copies of it. Have you told that to Brad? I don't know. I oh, hope. my God. If he hears that, like, how hard is his dick going to be? Huh. <laughs> That's crazy. That's awesome. And then you got to work. Yeah. The first set I stepped foot on was happened to be Wicked Pictures directed by Brian Armstrong. And I was an extra for him that day. <laughs> and then he took me home and never let me leave. <laughs> <laughs> and now look at me. I feel like that's kind of the same thing with me. Like, I feel like even after being with Wicked for so long, a lot of people know me the best for, like, my gonzo stuff. Yeah. Um, and people, like, kind of assume that I wanted to be this, like, really hardcore performer. But actually when I first got into porn, my goal was to be a wicked girl. And like, that's why like I was pushing so hard for that meeting with Steve-O. And like, to me, like I grew up thinking like porn stars are the most glamorous people on earth. And like, <laughs> you're making you this face. Well, you were one of them, Stormy. Exactly. So. Now look. <laughs> but like I, and, and I still do to me, like the epitome of a porn star is like a contract star, which doesn't really even exist anymore outside of, Wicked Digital Playground, um, not even Adam and Eve really anymore, no, they right? Don't have anyone? Yeah. Yeah. So like now, if anything, the contract stars are like they're only contracted for anal to Evil Angel or something, right? Or girl, girl to sweetheart or like right. whatever. It's a totally different thing. Yeah. Like it used to be this image of a porn star was like this untouchable woman who's like in control of her sexuality, but is like a goddess almost. Yeah. And it's not like that anymore. So no. to me, like, that's what I wanted to be. And that's what I really looked up to. So, so what's your favorite movie that you've done? My favorite movie I've done? Oh, shit. I don't know. I think more about, like, scenes I've done. Oh, okay. Like, but, oh, man, I don't know. My favorite movie overall? I don't know. That would be, like, impossible to tell. I also think when I think about movie, I think about like the experience I had shooting it rather oh, than like the, the final, final product. product. See, that's why I'm not a director. Got you. I'm thinking about like what set did I have the most fun on? Because Want It was the most horrible experience of my life, but it's, but it's hands your favorite. down my favorite movie. Yeah. yeah See, that wouldn't thing. be. It's the best thing I've ever done. That wouldn't be the case for or me. Or ever will do because let's face it, there'll never be a porn made for that amount of money ever again. Right. I think right. I directed three of the biggest adult movies ever made. That's crazy. There's just isn't a budget like that anymore no. in porn. Like they're just add those isn't. up and they come out to over a million dollars. I spent on three movies. That's crazy. Damn. That is really crazy. So Wanted was like the last big production. Probably. Yeah. Hmm. That's pretty crazy to think about. Okay. Next question is from at Juliana C. Quiroz. I don't know why I picked such hard names. Um, what's the weirdest opportunity you were offered and turned down? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. Today. I'm sorry. Yesterday. What? Okay. Yesterday. That recently? Yes. So with all this stuff going on. Right. Um, and it being AVN week. And right. Stuff like that. And um, I've been offered a lot of free stuff this okay. week. I like free shit. Yeah. I mean, everybody does. Yeah. But I don't really get offered a lot of it. And so, I mean, not, not really. Okay. But yesterday I kept getting all these messages like, Hey, like, do you want your lashes done? See, I have eyelash extensions for the first time. And, um, do you want a free spray tan? So me and my assistant, you're getting all this shit for free. Yes. And a girl, like a lady was like, can I dress you? And they sent me a box of clothes. My evening gown that I'm wearing on the red carpet, um, on Saturday was, came in the mail and it actually fits and it's perfect and it's gorgeous and it's way better than the one that I bought for myself. Anyway. So I'm getting these offers like, Hey, do you want, can I give you jewelry or Hey, can I give you this? Like I got offered real diamonds and I was like, Oh no, I'm terrified. Cause my luck, I would lose one. I get in a fight and then, right. And, I'd lose and then you're one, liable and I'd owe for someone it. like a hundred grand. Right. So no, I yeah. turned down the diamonds, but right. that's not the weirdest one. It was the fanciest one, but not the worst. I got that. I got a text and I shit you not. And I opened this text message and it said, would you like your vag tightened? <gasps> it takes 20 minutes, no downtime. And they do it with a wand. Stormy. You know, that's like a $4,000 procedure. God damn it. I said no, <laughs> but I immediately text my husband and was like, do I need my vag tightened? And he was smart enough not to respond. No. Can I tell you something? Let me tell you this, and I'm being perfectly honest. I've put my fingers inside of your vagina. You have a very tight vagina. Thank you. Yeah. 
And I wouldn't say that if you didn't. So it's weird because you know what? I don't even want to say that though, because let me go back. I think it's fucked up when people say tight vagina, loose vagina, because I don't think of I don't think of vaginas in terms of loose or tight. I think of them as small or big. Because <laughs> that's, that's not that's not better. But like, okay, it's not better. But it's like I feel like tight and loose is inaccurate. Like sometimes. Like some girls, you can just like slip your whole fist in their vagina. Right. And it's not because they're loose. It's because it's big inside. That's how I fell in love with my ex-girlfriend who actually did my eyelashes yesterday, (laughs) by the way. So, yeah, like it's the beautiful lady once known as Miss Roxy DeVille. I knew it was her. I knew it was her. (laughs) So, like, I feel like some people just my hands are tiny. I have very small fisting hands. So, yeah, it's definitely easier for me to fist some people but yeah and then like some people you can't you there's no way you're gonna get your fist inside yeah. of them and it's not because they're tight it's just like the bone structure right okay what's the way we- i don't know what the weirdest thing i've turned down is i don't turn down many things that's what i say what have you possibly said no to except horses yeah i guess that <laughs> that's probably the weirdest thing i ever turned down to be that's honest disappointing yeah i know I, you know, I've never even been offered feeling, to do like triple anal. I have a feeling that the listeners of this podcast are going to take that as a challenge. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. And the last question. This one comes from a lot of people. And, you know, I if one person had asked this, I wouldn't even ask or I wouldn't even mention this on the podcast because I think it's such a stupid fucking question. But so many people ask it. What does it smell like on a porn set? So many people want to know. Really? Yeah. I don't think it smells it, like anything. It smells like cheap body spray. It and smells I'll, like sluts. It smells like strippers and cologne. Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret. It smells like Victoria's Secret. Yeah. 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 I think like they want us to be like, oh, it smells like pussy. BO and pussy and sweat. No. And it really doesn't. No. It smells like a combination of body spray and whatever catering is making for lunch. Which is hopefully not fish. Right. But sometimes it is. Right. I mean, like, I would say for the most part, like. I guess most sets it would be pizza and body spray. (laughs) Pizza, if you're lucky. Most sets don't have catering, Stormy. That's how long you've been with Wicked. You don't even know. Most sets don't have catering. This is tragic. Yeah. And you, meanwhile, you have like a full on chef. Yes. Every set. (laughs) And you have three meals a day. Sometimes four. <laughs> Sometimes I need second breakfast. <laughs> Depending on where you're at in your cycle. <laughs> Sometimes right. we have four meals a day. Sometimes we have four. We always have dessert. <laughs> but I will say, like, for the most part, I think porn people are, we're really conscious of, like, keeping clean and more so than, like, the average person. Because yeah. sex is the job. So, like, we want to yeah. we want to ha- brush our teeth and wear deodorant and well, you shower. Well, you don't want anybody going around saying, like, oh, my God, she's stinky or yeah. he's, his balls smell like you know yeah. yeah but once in a while there is that really stinky pussy oh my god once yeah i a saw while. a movie one time and um i was directing and i was around the corner so i wasn't actually very close to the action because it was a really small set mm-hmm. and i remember that the pa came out and goes oh my god it smells like what did he say it, he said it smelled like a comma it smelled like a ham a hot hamster cage a hamster cage on the sun in august <laughs> i forgot what he said but it was that so graphic disgusting. and foul and then, like, uh, 20 minutes later, I actually had to walk into the room to, like, give some direction. And I was like, wow, he nailed that. <laughs> it's And the girl had tried to cover it was up she with, like, cocoa. No, she should know better. Oh. Because when it's a new girl, sometimes they come in with BV and you're like, ooh, she doesn't know that. That's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But that's, like, really, what, like, once every couple years, right? But I'm right? obsessed. Like, I spot check my vagina, like, ten times a day. Yeah. I'm so self-conscious Me about too. it. Like, and even it, in my real life, I want to, like, no, douche before yeah, like, fucking. Yeah. And I'm obsessed yeah. with smelling my stuff. Yeah. So Maybe that's just okay. me. Well, you know what? I think that's better than Not. walking around with a smelly pussy. Yeah. So, whatever. There was a girl one time, we were at a concert, and it was actually me and Jessica Drake, strangely enough, and Monique Alexander, and we went to the justin timberlake and christina aguilera concert and the girl behind us her vag smelled so bad that we left whoa that's how bad it was we couldn't even handle it we had i know what you're talking about because when you have bv and i've had bv before like i'll own up to it whatever but when you have bv like you can smell it on yourself when you're standing up straight like and this girl was like rocking out and dancing and waving her vag (sighs) like and 
I was like, how can she not know? It's nasty. It yeah, smells we like left. a dead animal. We left the concert <laughs> before Justin was done shaking his thing. Because it was that bad. It was that bad. Our eyes were watering. Oh, man. All right. So now we're going to do something called Pop Shots. I thought of that name all on my own. I feel like you'd be really proud of me. But it's where we explore a pop culture story. Oh, God. And I picked this one just for you. Oh, God. But it's not bad. I know. You always think I'm, like, out to get revenge on you. Well, you should but be. I, but I never <laughs> will. I love you, Stormy. No matter how mean you are to me, I will never try to get revenge on you. So anyway, um, I'm going to read you the article. It's about only children. Oh, gosh. A new study comparing brain scans of only children and others who grew up with siblings has revealed significant differences in the participants' gray matter volume, and researchers say it's the first neurological evidence in this area linking changes in brain structure to differing behaviors. We're both only children, P.S. Yes. Uh, and to get a little bit more detailed, in particular, the results showed that only children showed greater supramarginal gyrus volumes, a portion of the brain thought to be associated with language perception and processing, and which in the study correlated to the only children's greater flexibility. By contrast, the brains of only children revealed less volume in other areas, including the medial prefrontal cortex associated with emotional regulation, <laughs> such as personality and social behaviors. Do you agree? Yes. Me too. Yeah. And I and my daughter's an only child, so and my husband. So yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and me. And I feel like you and I are both like we lean towards like linguistic kind of Right. Like, you know, you write, I write, like we like to talk. Mm -hmm. We're very we use like big words. We use big words like and, and we're we, like communicative right. and like, yeah. So that part I agree with. What about the other part? The I guess it's basically saying we're a little bit antisocial, I think. Yeah, except no. Yes, for me. Sort of. Yes, for you. Yes, for the other only children I know, but the exact opposite of my daughter. She, she always wants people to come over. Really? And it's horrifying for me. <laughs> like, she wants to be a social butterfly so bad. And you're so and not. I, no, and she wants people to come over, and she wants to have sleepovers, and I'm like, no. You're, yeah, you're so, uh. I don't want anybody in my house. Yeah. It makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, I, you know what I don't understand? When people run errands together. Why? Uh, yeah, like, I just don't get it. I think some people just really like being around people. Yeah, why, though? I don't know. But like you and I are both like, I think when we go feature dancing and stuff, we're like, we stay in our hotel room yeah. by ourselves. I don't go out. Yeah. Like if we're with um, a roadie, it's like, don't talk to me until <laughs> it's time to talk to me. Right. Like, you know, or if we're paid to go to a party, we're very much like, we're similar in the way that like, we're not like the one being the life of the party. We're yeah. kind of like sitting like down, sit having, if anything, watch. a one-on-one -on -one conversation yeah, or and people like watch. watching. Oh, the people watching. Yeah. And and no one is safe from being a script fodder either. Right. So. Um, like it's to the point now where like my friends in real life, like in Texas and all, stuff. Anything they say is dialogue. Anything, that the, anything horrible or awesome that happens to them, especially horrible, or if they do something really embarrassing, they'll stop and look at me like, oh, shit, I'm a script now. And I'm like, yes, yes, you are. But like, I think in. Are you glad you grew up an only child? Yeah, I wouldn't wish my mother on another person. That would be <laughs> horrible. I'm so glad that she had no more children. I think I, until really recently, like, I always wanted siblings. And I have, really? like, yeah, like, my ultimate fantasy is to have a twin brother. But that's a whole other thing. Would you thing, have sex with them? You oh, absolutely. See, yeah, that's... 100% yes. But it's okay for me to say that because I don't understand siblings. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I have no idea. But, and I always thought, like, if I have a kid, no matter what, I'm not going to let it be an only child. And you actually changed my mind on that. Really? Do you remember? No. I asked you once because, you know, obviously, like, I'm a woman. I'm 33 now. Like, I think about having kids and stuff. Like, obviously, like, that's just heavy on my mind. And I asked you a few years ago. I was like, do you think, you know, you would want your kid to not be an only child? And, like, why not? Like, don't you want her to have siblings? And you were like, you said, why? You said, right now, I give my kid the best of everything. Yeah. Why would I have another one and then give them the mediocre of everything? Yeah, and that's true. And yeah. that totally changed my mind because, like, growing up as an only child, yeah, there were lonely moments and stuff. But, like, my parents were able to give me 
the best of everything. I got to go to private school. Yeah, I got she, to have vacations. Yep. I got, you know, the full attention of both my parents. Right. And, like, I think that really made me kind of develop into who I am today. And all the best parts of me, I think, come from that. Yeah, I agree. So, like, yeah, why would I want to dilute that? My daughter asked me once a couple years ago if if she was going to have a baby brother or sister. And I go, well, do you want one? And she's like, I think she wanted to play with a baby. Yeah. And I was, and she was like, yeah, I think that would be really cool. And I was like, well, you either have to sell your pony or share it. And she was like, I'm cool. <laughs> First of all, that's like the richest thing I've ever heard in my life. And then she looked at me and said, no more kissing daddy. And I was like, oh, it's so much more to it than that. <laughs> but I'll go with it. But that's also really advanced for a kid to even think that kissing leads to Do you to want to hear the best story about my daughter? Tell me. We were riding. She was four at the time. And we were riding in the car. And she's in the back seat. And she always asks the hardest questions. Yes, I know this about her. Always first thing in the morning, like before I'm I know like this about her functioning. <laughs> And it's always stuff that's like, I can't even fucking Google this shit. Like, where, why, can't you just ask me where babies come from or like what stars are made out of? Like right. Normal kid questions. Like, why do you have to ask me this shit? And so she goes, she was really quiet and she goes, why are baby goats covered in slime when they're born? And I go, what? Where did you see a baby goat be born? This is weird. I know we live in Texas, but what the fuck? And she was like, oh, Discovery Channel. I was like, oh, damn you, Discovery Channel. And I was, I was like, oh, well, it's not slime. It's, you know, because I don't lie to her. Right. It's not slime. I give her like, a, you know, it's this. It's an all mammals, you know, or have it. And she's like, really? She goes, well, it looked like slime when it came out of its mom. Well, first of all, she goes, oh, my God, humans are, are mammals. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, wait, so I was covered in slime when I came out of your butt? And I was like, first of all, I already told you it's not slime. Second of all, I'm going to ruin your life right now. And I, of course, adjust the rearview mirror so that I can get the look on her face because right. she's in her car seat in the back seat. And I go, babies don't come out of your butt. They come out of your vagina. And she was, like, silently horrified. And I wish I had a picture of her face. I mean, yeah, that's pretty horrifying. But I'm not going to lie to her and be like, oh, a stork brings the baby, you know, down yeah. from heaven. No, fuck that. I'm like, no, babies come out of your vagina. And she goes, Oh, and, and I should have left well enough alone. Right. But I couldn't help it. I go, wait, so all this time you thought you came out of my butt? <laughs> and she, without missing a beat, goes, well, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, daddy called me a little shit once. Oh! <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> she's so smart. And I was like, well, I can't even argue with that. Touche, pumpkin, touche. <laughs> You can't argue because that's actually, like, the logic behind it is extremely smart. Yeah. Hmm. She was four. Yeah. That's the other problem with only children. They grow up very fast because they only talk to adults all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's fucking awesome. Damn you, Discovery Channel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. So we're actually at the end of the podcast. And this last thing I'm going to do is, do you know that show Inside Actors Studio? Yeah. With James Lipton? Yeah. So that's like one of my favorite shows. I fucking love that show. Really? And so this is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an intellectual, Stormy. You may not know this about me. That's not even like an intellectual show. It's on Bravo. Yes. Um, but this is Inside Porno Actors Studio. And at the very end of Inside Actors Studio, James Lipton always asks the same 10 questions. And it's kind of like a personality test. And it's 10 questions. Well, you we just already know I'm going to fail this. Yeah. If it's, a <laughs> it's not a pass-fail thing. But, like, basically, I just want you to give me the first answer that comes to mind. No explanation needed. We're okay. not going to talk about it. I just want to hear your answer. It's kind of rapid fire, but you don't have to be fast. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just give me your the first answer that pops into your head. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. What is your favorite word? Cunt. Okay. We're off to a great start. <laughs> <laughs> what is your least favorite word? Moist. Oh. What turns you on? Fear. <laughs> so far, this is going exactly how I would imagine you two. What turns you off? Waiting in line. What is your favorite curse word? Cunt. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? Uh. <laughs> People crying? Tears. I shouldn't have said that. Yes. <laughs> I actually No, music. You. 
That's true. People people do know this about you. You're like a huge music person. Yeah, music. Like you're constantly at concerts. Mm-hmm. You and your kid. She's well, yeah. She's probably been to more concerts than I have. She sang on stage with more yeah. like bands. Than- yeah. Yeah. She's pretty cool. What sound or noise do you hate? Uh people chewing gum. Really? Yeah. Like on planes or like in like next to me, yeah. Oh, interesting. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Ooh. Ah, uh, attempt. Whew. I feel like I'd be a really good tour manager. Yeah. Because it's like music and directing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could keep your like dictatorship yes. thing. <laughs> Just for music. Uh, what profession would you never want to try? Doctor. Why? Because I don't want to be responsible for that. Mm. And there's poop. A lot of poop. Yeah. And I'm a sympathy puker. I mean, there's poop in our profession. I've been shit on a few times. <laughs> More than a few times. Wow. That's life outside of Wicked, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you. Um, okay, and this is the final question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh, shit. Oh, that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Who let her in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're, let's face it, you're going to hell. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for being here. Uh-huh. That was the whole thing. Thank you. You're welcome. For taking time out of your busy uh, <laughs> schedule. I know things are so hectic for you right now. Um, what do you want to promote? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't have anything to promote right now. Yeah. W- okay. Hold on. I want to ask that. Why is your Instagram private? It's not. Oh, it's not? Nope. Since when? Since yesterday when they gave me my little blue check mark. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. So now I can promote it. Because I thought you were doing that for a reason. So I didn't want to like tag you in anything. Yeah. The Stormy Daniels. Okay. okay. The Stormy Daniels and Twitter is? Stormy Daniels. And do you have a site? StormyDaniels.com, but I prefer my OnlyFans. Right. And <laughs> I like my OnlyFans too. And um, go watch Wanted. Yes. And you can see me riding yeah. a stick horse But naked. you have to buy the DVD because the DVD extras are only on the DVD, obviously. <sighs> I'll probably can, edit this And if you out. join my OnlyFans, you can actually buy it from me and I'll sign it. And maybe I'll make Asa sign it too. <laughs> All right. Actually, you know what? Send me that video and I'll put it on my OnlyFans as well. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Um, So, okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.